And we're live. Wild Wild West. Don't even get me started on the Wild Wild West. Jim West. Desperado. No, I can't. We can't sing it like Christopher, that's for sure. No, we're not allowed to. <laughs> Hi. Uh, this is, you know, if you're here, you know where you're at, but... Oh, goodness. Sorry. I heard my voice. <laughs> this is uh, Talk Comics to me. I'm Champ Champenstein. And I am a mess. <laughs> Do you see these bangs? <laughs> They're dirty. <laughs> this is my grand best friend. Let me just try to separate the grease here and make it look Mejor, Mejor Amiga. And now I'm Dwight Shrew. <laughs> Heather Hadfield. God damn it. Okay. Uh, Bangs so, were a bad idea. <laughs> so we have a lot of comics. We've gotten off some giant topics with each other, but we're here to do this. I don't think we can talk about anything else besides comic books today. Yeah, we're just going to blast right through this because this right here is about a good two hours worth of work, and we're not going to subject you to that. So we're going to try to cut it down to an hour 45. 15 minutes of no nonsense. We'll do our best. All right. Very little plot talk. <laughs> okay. So I will obviously go first since I am the starter. <laughs> you are the starter. Um, this is Thor and Loki, Double Trouble. This is a cute little kid's book. It's just classic Thor and Loki just doing what they do. Loki being like, hey, Thor, you dare you to do this? And Thor's like, no, I'm not stupid, but I'll, <laughs> I'll do, do it, it anyway. anyway. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, it's uh, it's super cute. But basically in this, um, Loki convinces him to go into Odin's vault to steal a weapon because he can't do it. He's too scared is how Loki gets him to do it because Thor's like, no, I'm not scared. I'm doing it. So he goes down there, gets the weapon that he wants, and then Loki is like, tight, I'm going to toot this horn. Uh, and he does. And it brings out... A friggin' serpent. Cool. So it's just Loki getting into all kinds of mischief, I'm you know. I'm gonna toot this one. <laughs> but it's just like my favorite thing about this is the art because yeah, the it art is, is great. It's very much a kids' book, but you know, as I say, pretty much every uh, episode, I love facial expressions, and they just do not disappoint in this. Like, it's just so good. Yeah. Um, this is only gonna be four issues. So I would say if you do like these characters, then do read it because it is just, it, fun. it was very lighthearted and I needed it after the last couple weeks that I've had. It made me laugh and it made me cry because I was laughing, not because I was sad. I mean, even if you're sad, it's chill. But not in this case. I was actually like, <laughs> very happy to read it. And the tears that came had nothing to do with my sadness. It just had all to do with just happiness. being a... Uh, quite an enjoyable book all right that's all i got okay so i have uh the antifa super soldier cookbook is it anything i know it's probably not but is it anything like the anarchist cookbook where it gives you all the recipes to pretty much take down the united states no nothing like that unfortunately oh okay but it is like just kind of a little take on what the right thinks about the left via I guess a left perspective almost um, talks about just, you know, shitty things that cops do. There is like a, an interesting little part where they, the cops are talking about having to keep people overnight in jail because they missed like an arraignment period, which just reminded me 
of that protest in July where all of those 100, what, 120 protesters yeah. got arrested here in Omaha, like caged in and arrested and then, you know, all taken into just like a COVID stinking jail and just so many, you know, atrocities. And then the well, war crimes that police <laughs> get away with. Yeah, just stupid, you know. Uh, obviously I don't need to go into that because I could spend all day or a whole podcast on that. But yeah, I had a lot of fun. Just literally like made me giggle in parts, just silly, (laughs) silly things that police think and just kind of what right-wingers think about like who Antifa are. I honestly, I love when leftists do their version of what right people think of the left it's always Mm -hmm. really funny to me because while it is like kind of accurate it's just like exaggerated oh yeah so intensely yeah and it's just like they lean very much into those exaggerations and that idea like once again you know the super soldier and just what they stand for like what the meetings are like I like the art was a lot of fun. The colors were really great. I like I said it's just like it was a really quick read, but it was just a lot of fun. I I really enjoyed it. It is a silver sprocket book. Yeah, too. a silver sprocket book. And ev- like once again, every single one of those books have been just like solid as hell. Mm-hmm. I love all of them. It's like anytime I see a silver sprocket book, I try to pick it up for the most part, unless it's something that I just don't think I'll enjoy. But or if it's something I miss, I guess. Yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying to get more. Yeah, uh, we're recording, so of course he's gonna eat food. Well, one piece at a time. Yeah. What's up, Auntie? Um, yeah, I've been trying to pick him up too because the last few that I've gotten, I I have really enjoyed. And I don't remember why. I probably knew that I was like, oh, that's gonna come out on a week when I'm just loaded with books. So I probably just. I can see the future clearly, and I just knew that I wouldn't be able to just get it. Yeah, yeah. That was why I skipped out on this one, guys. It wasn't because I didn't see it. <laughs> I don't know. Like We had this conversation before. I'll just segue into this really fast. It's just like I think online previews is a little bit harder to traverse than like a physical previews book. I don't know why that is. Because it would seem like the website would make more sense because it's, like, separated where you can mm. click into it and look. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. For some reason, like, I have a really hard time. I think it's the way that they separate the other comics and graphic novels. Because, mm-hmm. like, if they still did it by publisher, like, within there, it would make more sense to me. But because they don't, I, I just, like, I do miss I do miss a lot of things that yeah. I, I should have gotten. And that's definitely happened to me before. Like, so we had this conversation recently, too. It's but I like, breathe the body. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. yeah, stuff like that, where it's it's just more complicated than it needs to be, and I don't understand why. Yeah, and that's why I spend, like, I spend at least, I would say 45 minutes to an hour, if not longer, looking through online previews when the new solicits come out, mm-hmm. just because I have missed stuff. Oh, my God, are you serious? <laughs> no. <laughs> She turned around so fast. That's so good. Uh, Because I have missed so many things, and I just, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to, my animals are out of control. There has to be at least, like, one day out of a six-month period where they're both just It's the perfect storm. We've got tons of books, and the animals are like, attention. So, yeah, I just, I think there has to be a better way to, like, set up previews where it's not like you're shifting 
sifting through just like so many things to find what yeah. you really want to find. I've even ended up going back like several times. Like I just thought about this now. I have a list on my phone of ones that I'd noticed when I was at work going through it mm-hmm. that I need to go like add or like look at again. So yeah, there, there's got to be an easier way. I mean, I, they just need to separate like Aftershock, Vault, like mm-hmm. all of those books. And then even these like can be like there can be like a more small indie section too mm-hmm. within. But whatever, I'm not a website develop- developer. I don't work at previews.com. Um, previews.com, if you're looking to hire, we can give you some tips. <laughs> but we can't build a website, so joke's on you. I took a website building class my senior year of high school, uh, first quarter, so I can tell you how to do basic HTML, which I also learned through MySpace. So, you want to hide those comments? Got you. I can do that. Uh, Okay, so the next book we have is Carmen. This is issue number one. This is by Guillaume March. Mm -hmm. Guillaume? Guillaume. Yes. And art's great. Yeah, the art is fantastic. And the idea of the story is really cool, too. Uh, So I'm going to read what we came up with earlier, which was Pee Wee Herman plus Drop Dead Fred meets Death. Yes. Um, Ignore our other, other host. So the story is about a woman named Catalina, who is her best friend. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, I, I forgot. It's Xavier? Zisco? 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 See, I don't, I don't know. I've never seen that name before. Cisco. Yeah. Cisco. Um, they've been, you know, best friends since they were children. And as they get older, they kind of, he's trying to kind of separate from the friendship that they have. Um, she, I don't want to like spoil it necessarily, but there is a death like the Grim Reaper, essentially. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, I would say, I'd say it's worth kind of like. Just like a little bit of a true warning. There's definitely suicide in here. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, not expecting that turn of it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that that had happened. But anyway. Um, I was actually prepared for that. So it didn't. And I'm glad I actually was because I, Wendy had told me like, oh, yeah, I looked more into it and this is what it's about. So I was glad for that warning about. Kind of fucked me up a little bit. <laughs> I was I was not ready for it. Um but yeah, uh, Carmen is essentially a Grim Reaper, and she is showing Catalina life in between life and death. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, it's really silly. Uh, the Grim Reaper character is just like a child. Yeah, is what it, I don't know. Very childlike mentality, while still being this full grown skeleton. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, I I enjoyed it. It was just. The wording sometimes was kind of weird, which I f- feel like we had yeah, discussed that. Yeah, I felt that. like it was like kind of a little bit of a translation thing, yeah. for sure. But uh, yeah, no, it was good. The six, art was great. Yeah, I, I absolutely love the colors in it, like the pastel mm-hmm. and stuff. I thought it was beautiful. That's what made me want to get it to begin with. I had seen like a, I think just the variant cover is what I had, or the cover B. Yeah. I had seen it and was like, oh, cool, and then read about it, and I was like, I, I think I just special ordered that first one. Yeah, I believe I think I'm going to have to add it because I do want to see how the story like progresses because what is the friend going to do when he finds out? Because yeah. they've been best friends since they were children and it's just, 
Yeah, I uh, I special ordered the second one because I'm just interested. I just there was a the tone was very strange, mm-hmm. and I think that was like a big problem with me. Is just because it felt like it felt really silly at the same time where it's just like I don't feel like it was making light of suicide by any means, but it wasn't taking it seriously. Yeah, no, I get I get that 100. I that's why I like I what that's why I wasn't ready for it. Is I don't know. It, yeah, it's just like not the tone was off, mm-hmm. and I yeah I do really think it might have been just like a, a translation issue, or if it might just be like something that like I suppose as well like this has the ability to definitely like sway into a way that's like very intense. <laughs> Buttholes on camera, yeah, girl. Dude. Um, and it's like what we talked about with why can I never remember the name of that comic now? The Gabriel Ba one. Oh, Day Tripper? Day Tripper, yes. Um, you know, death and stuff is dealt with differently in different countries mm-hmm. and stuff. So who knows? Like, I, not saying that people don't take suicide in the same way, but mm-hmm. like the way that they deal mm-hmm. with handling the situation could be could be different. I yeah, don't know. No, it's not wrong. So I don't know. I again it is a very, very mature book. There's also like nudity and like boogers and stuff in it. So yeah, they, not that nudity and boogers and suicide are all on like the same line, but that's just there. Farts are mentioned several times. Farts are mentioned a lot. Yeah. I was uh, pleasantly surprised by that because no uh, farts are always funny to me. I mean I sure. I don't, I don't care who you are, farts are funny. I'm sorry. But not in... And yeah, farts are funny. But yeah, I was just like off-put a little bit. It was... Because it's like, you had to mention it three times within two pages? Like, we get it, girl, you fart. But you're also dead, so it can't smell good. Yeah. It's just dust. Anyway, we're just gonna... We're just gonna go. Yeah. I don't yeah. like talking about suicide, so... Uh, this is uh, God of War. Fallen God. Um, I did not finish this one, so I'm not quite sure exactly what is happening, but Kratos is going on a little a trip i say that as if it's a choice he's trying to escape his destiny pretty much uh bad things keep following him and he's just yeah he's just trying to like get away from it but no matter where he goes something catches up to him um i don't know i really enjoyed one of the games i cannot remember which one it was that i had played i had so much fun with it though uh, it was one of the newer ones like that came out a few years ago. I can't remember what the name was. I can't help you with that one. Um, but that's why I read it, because I just really like that game. Um, and I really did enjoy the story so far. I just, again, haven't finished it. I thought the art was really cool. It reminded me a lot of the game. So it's tight. Plus, I just really like comic books based off of video games. Yeah, I, just, I always seem to have a tendency for those. Yeah, I always have a lot of fun with them. Um, especially video games that I like because I like the little stories that weren't a part of the game to begin that with. Lore. Yeah, lore. Yeah. And that there are, I don't know, I love games that have that extra lore that you could like create other stories from. So it's always really fun for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have uh, Daredevil. This is issue number 28. I actually didn't read The King in Black, uh, 26 and 27. We didn't have any enough of 26. We came in damaged or... Right, okay. And then... You never got yours? No. Uh, and then 27... You can't I, I just read. didn't read it. So then I was like, whatever, I'm gonna just... I'm just gonna read 28. I don't care. Uh, and it filled in all the blanks. 
So okay. I got a good idea of what happened in the King Black Tie-In. I love, I love when books do that. And also, I really, honestly, after reading what happened, I don't know. Like, I, I probably will go back and read them, but it just seems like something I don't know. It's not necessary. Yeah. Uh, it does, like, kind of tie into this story a little bit, but I do, like, this book is so good. I just really like, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of the delve into why Matt is in prison and this particular issue was interesting to me just because he's visiting a psychiatrist and she's like really kind of delving into like you know why people come to prison and why people go to her and just injustice a lot is mentioned in this particular issue which especially with in the prison system is like very important especially to myself personally Mm -hmm. uh and Champ should, wants to abolish it. <laughs> and I feel like anybody should feel very strongly about prisons because they don't work. So. No, I think they need to, I don't know, revert back to what they were made for originally, which is rehabilitation. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, that's a, I don't think keeping prisoners is like an ideal thing. I think taking someone and helping them is oh, what yeah, needs no, to be 100%, done. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. And that's not what prisons do. Right. No, not at all. Uh Anyway. Yeah, sorry. We don't want to get on <laughs> yeah. that. That'll take another two hours. Yeah. If you ever want to talk about, to us about that, you know, just send us an email. I have a lot of hard opinions that you won't agree with, so go to champ for that. <laughs> because I also just like to say things to see how people react. I have a lot of facts to back up the things I have, I have, I have learned all of this. Uh, but, yeah, I really just like kind of like that delve and that look. Um I, the art in this book is so good. Uh, is it the same? Yeah. yeah. Ch- Chichetto. Yeah, Marco Chichetto. Chichetto? Chichetto, yeah. Uh, and then Matthew Wilson does the... No. No? I did a thumbs up for no reason then. Well, I'm sorry. It, it just said the cover artist, so... Sorry. Marcio Marcio Menes. Okay. Is the color artist. And the colors in this book are really, like, really good, too. I like that green a lot. Yeah. That's really like, cool. It's such a good book. Uh, the hair, the facial expressions, everything in this book is really great. Chip's story is very wonderful. I really... Our best friendship. Our best friendship. We I can say that because yeah. it's true. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Once again. Uh, I really, like... Why? I never thought I would enjoy, like, a Daredevil book this much, honestly, like, ever. Because I've read other Daredevil stories, and it's just, like, Daredevil's an enjoyable character, but I really like this delve that he's doing into into this character and the things he's, like, Chip's saying. And, I don't know, Chip's just, like, a very solid writer. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Chip... Yes. So we both have uh, Batman Urban Legends, and this was, I personally thought, fantastic. There are four stories in there, and the first one is done by Chip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, little Red Hood story. Yeah. Which was... A little Red Hood. A Little Red Hood. That's good. Uh, it was really good, too. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I knew it was going to be good, like, the first one, especially when I was reading it, but by the time I finished it, I was like... Damn, Chip, that was, like, really good. Especially, like, I mean, I know that character a decent amount. Yeah. But it just was just, like, oh. I've never really cared 
to yeah. like read and yeah, like, damn dude I feel all of these things. Yeah, it was just, it was Red Hood trying to help this kid more than anything else. And then just like. Kind of not failing, but. Just stumbling. skewing the situation. Yeah. Um, art, Art's great. Yeah. Art's great. Sorry to no, let's see you. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, one of my favorite things about DC books and why I read certain ones is the art, but it's mainly when it's just dark. Mm-hmm. Because often when you like read books about Gotham, like in this story, they always say how it's just always rainy, it's always gloomy and yeah. stuff. So I love when the art portrays that feeling, and that's why certain books that I read, I only read because the artists do it that way. Because I feel like that's how Gotham needs to be. It's just goth, like. All right. <laughs> that's just how, that's why I like a lot of stories, but that's, yeah, this art was, like, fantastic and mm-hmm. making me me feel the severity of the situation, I guess, and, like, how heavy it was. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, uh, a lot of moving pieces. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also a story about Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy that was really great. Art was also really great in it. Yeah, I loved the uh the panels like mm-hmm. the the flashbacks and how they differed from like the the present time I yeah was, i agree with champ the art is fantastic yeah and then a black lightning katana metamorpho story which was just like really fast paced paced and actiony which was really fun once again yeah all the art is great. Yeah, the art this is whole, just real good. This whole book is just full of, like, wonderful art. And then the last story is a grifter story. Our boy grifter. By uh, Matthew Rosenberg. And it was also fun. Yeah, It's it just, was... like, I feel like, I don't know. I just don't know the, any of those characters well enough where it's like, uh. I, after reading the, the grifter stories that he did in Dark Detective, I, like, I really like him, mm-hmm. and I'd never read any Grifter. I had no idea who he was before. I was just like, Matthew Rosenberg, check. Um, but this was fantastic, and I really enjoy him. The character. Also Matthew Rosenberg, but the characters who I'm talking about in this case. It was just good. This is good, solid anthology of yeah, Gotham stories. stories. It was just real good. And it's going to, I think, be more than you know a few issues, so... I, we are going to look into it because that is something we had discussed beforehand mm-hmm. and we didn't come up with a completely solid answer. No, not at <laughs> all. Because DC is weird. Yep. Okay. So my copies always come in like bent on the edge. So I have Luna. This is issue number two. This is a Maria Lovett story. Um... This is the story about the commune slash cult with the man living in the cage. Um, Luna discovers um, that the blood she was given in the first issue is like a drug of some sort. And now she has like a dependence to it. So she can't leave even if she wants to. Sounds about right. Yeah. And she finds um, a book that was written by one of. I guess the former members or something who had discovered the man that was in the cave and was doing experiments on him. So she's kind of learning about that. There is actually something in the cave and why she isn't allowed to go see it. She is snooping real snoopy over here. (laughs) Um, Despite the fact that all of these stories that Maria Lovitz does are like pretty similar. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy it because 
there's always something different about it. Like in this one, I just really want to meet the man in the cave because he seems to be able to communicate with her telepathically. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because of the blood she was given or if there's something strange about this girl. Uh, but the art, I just love the art so much. That's the main reason I keep going back to Maria Lovett's arts is because it's just so colorful and it's so bright. And even though there's blood and death and like tons of sex, it's like bright and happy. And that's just what I want in a fun, sexy murder book. All right. All right. Sounds about right. Yeah. I just want to have a good time. I just want to have a good time. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I have I Breathe the Body, issue number two, which is a good bad time. This Did that come out last week? Uh, it came out like two weeks ago. Okay, I couldn't I, remember. I had to special order it because I was off of FOC and stuff. That's right. I mean, uh, that makes sense. This book is gross as fuck. <laughs> so that's, I, I just want to say that because it is bloody and just grotesque and great. But in a way that's just, like, I don't know. It's nice because, you know, like, it's not, like, I mean, it is kind of like a Saw movie where it's just, like, why? But also just, like, well, it's art and it's also just weird. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, like, just very, very, once again, very intense yeah, his books are always so graphic, and I, I love it. Yeah. The, the no. body horror. It's like weird Cronenberg yeah. shit. I love it. No, I, like I told you earlier, I came out of this book, and my brain was just, like, fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. Just because the content of the book, like, the story itself is just, it's it's heady and interesting and just kind of examines how people take in social media and how no matter like no matter how grotesque it is they will just kind of feed into it and they'll just continue to feed into it and the people who are just like working for the system just kind of like float that in and it's Mm -hmm. just because we have no filters anymore like we grew up watching people get decapitated on the internet so like that kind of stuff isn't strange anymore and we're just like we need more yeah, and I think it's it's playing into that and it's playing into this idea of like capitalism and how capitalism also plays into that and the people that can be used to like just further these influencers almost, you know, because mm-hmm. it's not just influencers and just yeah, it's it's social a lot. media is weird. Sorry, my yeah. brain just shut off for a minute because I was like, fuck influencers and then I was like, what are we? We're, I don't know, we're not influencers by any means. In my head, we are. We're the best influencers. Uh, the kings of social media. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a really great book. It's, like I said, really grotesque. I think it's something you have to kind of just, like, prepare yourself to get into because, yeah, it just... It hits. It's a lot. Yeah, it hits hard, too. Just, like, there's a lot There's a lot going on. The characters are really well-developed. And just the art is so good. The art and colors are so good. Is that Andy McDonald? Is that who does the art? Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, Triona, and then Triona does the colors. I just, it's so good. It's just so good. But like I said, it's just, it fucked me up. I finished it. I was like, I 
I gotta I gotta go into something else because my brain just yeah wants to die. Like I, I just can't that. I can't handle this right now. So you know, and that's when I read this book. Yeah, so let's <laughs> let's do that because now I'm like thinking about the first issue again and like remembering what yeah, happened. That, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And also, this book, the first issue, does also deal with suicide. Yeah. So just, dang, that's like the theme. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now we so, have the last witch. This is a, a children's book. Yeah, it's a uh, not about suicide. It's like about a cute witch who is trying to defeat all the the evil witches. Her, her great aunts. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> trying to take them all down because she's got the witch marks. So the first witch that she is going to kill is Bro- Brona? Yeah. I believe that's how you say her name. Um, I am also terrible at correct pronunciations of Irish women's names. I always get them wrong. Um, that's, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, that's, that's Brona, what it's... Or yeah. you're going to go more... But yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Sirsha is the tiny little witch, and she has more power than you would think. And yeah, well, she's trying to take this down. Graham and Brahms is like, you know, we're leaving peace, and then they just can't exactly leave. So uh, a lot of stuff happens, but it's, I really enjoy it. I think it's super cute. Um, I just, I love stories about witches. Yeah, I just, I, I really like the art and the story a lot. That's like one of the things that it just reminds me of a cartoon I definitely watched when I was a kid. And the story oh, yeah. is just like very, very interesting. I like all of the characters. Because I'm again, interested. The grandmother just wins out every time. Yeah, I love stories that are like that. But I, I'm interested to, like, I'm probably going to Google it once we're done with this. Like, I'm going to see the similarities between like Irish mythology mm-hmm. and how it. I don't know how it, it, yeah, that would make it interacts sense. with, yeah. like, the story and stuff. Because I know these characters are based off of, like, goddesses and, like, just people oh, yeah, within mythology. Sure. But I just don't know, like... Who they are. Yeah, and and, they and how similar they are in, like, the myths and, like, versus yeah. the story. So Well, and for me, like, I also wasn't prepared to get into that until, like, one of these things, like, this book per- or this issue particularly. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I like, I just didn't see... I, I mean, I just kind of, like, ordered that first issue just, like, not knowing. Right. And then I really enjoyed, like, enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, it is kind of heavy for, like, a kid's book, but it's still, like, lighthearted in a way because it's just watching this this girl learn the extent of her powers and do it to help people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just, it's very uh, enlightening, I guess. It's yeah. very inspiring. Um, I I wish I could be as good as she is. <laughs> Aww. It's just nice. It's it's. I love seeing people that just know what they need to do and mm-hmm. do it despite the challenge. I get that. Those are my favorite characters. Um, and on the opposite end, I'll be right back as you try to fill okay. in space. Um, so let me tell you about this book. I have not been reading much of it. I did read the. I got caught up, um, but I did not read this issue. Um, because I had uh, 16 other books. Um, and I just want to say they switched the artist. I can't remember where. It's been a few issues now. And I just don't know if I'm 100% on board with it. I still like the writing since Ryan Ferrier is doing it now. I think the story is very interesting still. But just I 
it's just hard to get into it because they just look so different. I just don't have much to say about this and I wish Champ would hurry because I just, like look, look at this, look at these tiny hands. It's just weird. I don't know. I didn't read this issue, so it could be good. I don't know how I'm supposed to fill the space right now. I'm just not good at doing this by myself. Last time this happened, I actually had things to talk about because I read the book, but I don't this time. <laughs> okay, here we go. We're back, baby. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Greased up this freaking book. Classic. Uh, okay, so I have Homesick Pilots. This is issue number four. Story continues to be good. That's that's about all I'm going to say. I just, I really like the, the 80s kind of nostalgia. I do really like the art quite a bit. It's just, and the colors are just so bright. Lots and lots of blood. Lots and lots of blood. We love a story with lots of blood. Yeah. I am... I am excited. I just wanted to like find its place though, because it's been really good, but it's like at this point where it needs to like do it, mm -hmm. which I think it's like building up to, but it's it's kind of going too slowly and also too like right. Like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen in like the last chapter of the arc. Yeah, or it's it, but like and that's the thing. It's fine, but it's also just like the way things have been happening. It's just like. The way it set up its story, it felt like it was going to go one way and it went another way, which I was happy about. But then it's like, okay, then this is just like, just kind of like pick it up a little bit. Not that I don't like it still. It's just. It's moving slower than you want it to for how yeah, good the story moving is. moving slower and faster than. Okay. Moving slower in the way that it's just like, well, you don't need to spend so much time doing this, but could you like build on these other aspects of it more so okay i get that, makes that. Sense. yes yeah absolutely and maybe it's just me missing something no i don't i don't think so um i've never read it myself but i i have read <laughs> books like that where i just like truly enjoy it but i'm like i just i want more from mm -hmm. it even though it's giving me a lot yeah it's giving me a lot but not exactly i think what i want yeah all right let's talk about nodding <laughs> um this is issue number one i I just decided. I actually really do like this. <laughs> you just decided? Um, well, because, you know, the art is weird. That is something that we have mentioned mm -hmm. to each other about three or four times now. The art is very strange. Uh, it is very bloody, which I do enjoy. Mm -hmm. You know I love yeah, a good great. blood soak. Yeah. Um, but it's just a retelling of Robin Hood, but the, the main character is a man hunting down the hood um but i do really like the story i just i just thought about it now because i was like i actually had a lot of fun like reading it this yeah, morning no it was a good time yeah um it's just it is so bloody it's so violent yeah which was one of my favorite things the murder mystery aspect of it is the thing that i just realized mm -hmm. i was like damn that's actually a really cool twist to do on it especially like all the players that are mm. the pieces i love how goofy and stupid the mask is that they wear because it reminds me of the guy the v for vendetta boy yeah. which i'm like i i wish that this was like a, a big comic so that people would start wearing this mask so i would have another group of people to make fun of uh i this Truly. is a this is a book that got me like cover very much on the cover yeah i was like 
Yeah, this is so fun. I was like, oh, Nottingham, huh? Okay. And then I looked at the solicit and I was like, all right. And then I saw the cover and I was like, yeah, I'm fucking in. Yeah, no. The cover makes me want to fucking buy this book 100%. I don't care. That's exactly what happened to me, too. And I was like, this book is full of redheads. Yeah, I guess that's your 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 dig. Yeah, you know I love a good redhead. Yeah, I forgot. And there isn't a good one in here, but I say. Well, I mean, there might be. Kind of. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, we're not going to go into killing rich people. <laughs> Just kill the rich. Just do it. I, I suppose that is the one thing where I'm like, oh, I suppose. What not. have rich people ever done for us? Well, some rich people have done. Take them out. Take them out. Steal their money. So next we have a tunnel. This is issue number six? Five. Um, five, yes. Uh, well, a lot happens. Yeah, um, Mama, why do I keep forgetting her I name? Know, I, I, <laughs> I just also, called I, her Mama. I also just blanked out on her name. What the heck? <laughs> why did I call her Mama? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay, so I'm just waiting for Carol to say her name. I know, Cat. Cat. Okay, (laughs) so Cat, the main character, is helping Carol, who was the only survivor of the fire from when she was younger. Um, She's taking her to like a rehab facility, essentially, so that she can get happy and healthy. I don't know why I said happy. I meant to say sober. (laughs) You talk. I'm saying all the wrong things. I mean, happy and sober. Yeah. Uh, this just basically, like, builds upon the story that we've been set, set up. Our monster is here. Cat's figuring out why she's been called here. Once again, this does just hit all of those, like, very early 1970s <laughs> 70s vibes, I think. I was just looking at that panel. I just yeah, noticed I love the heart. little heart. It was super cute. Uh, it hits all of those, yeah, 1970s, like, horror movie vibes in a very, very good way. Just, like, both in art. Uh, colors, the story. It's so well developed. I really, I have been really enjoying this book quite a bit. I I just like, there are points where I just, there's points where I'm like, oh, well. But in a way where I still understand that I like it. And I think it's just because these, even these types of movies. It's such a slow burn. Yeah. It reminds me of the Amityville horror like the original one, mm-hmm, how it just like yeah, moves yeah, that's slow, a slowly. that's a really great way to describe yeah. it. And then the end just kind of like explodes, and even then, it's still kind of like a dull yeah, explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it's good. It's yeah, really it's good. So good. And I just there is something to say about like that art and how it f- fits that tone and sells the sells it the way it is. And yeah, I just it's so much. I just really like this book. Yeah, it's it's really good. It was um, a book I I. I just didn't think I was going to like, honestly. It was only I'm gonna supposed be- <laughs> to be five, right, originally? And they, because I know it's like at eight now or something. I remember seeing more. I, know, I don't care. It I know, I don't either. I was just like, I, know, I, I was, was like, only supposed to be limited, like well, the unkindness of ravens. Yeah, but see, this is one, that book you added to my profile, so I have absolutely yeah. no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. I broke the system. <laughs> you broke the system. Which has been my goal my entire life is to break some sort of system. So I did it. Unfortunately, it had to be <laughs> the pull box system, which they couldn't even figure out how I did it. I don't know. If you and I are going to break something, we're going to we're gonna fucking do it. Honestly. We're just going to confuse them. <laughs> yeah. 
They're going to be like, how did you even access this? I don't know. I just put my email in. (laughs) I thought that's what I was supposed to do. (laughs) I will never forget being like, I don't think this is how we should do it. I said, fuck it. If it goes wrong, it goes wrong. You got a couple good books out of it. I did. And I, this book I am the least mad about. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, now, I love horror shit, and this definitely is a really great horror book. Yeah, it's done It's done very, very well. And I don't think I've ever read anything else by this writer that I can think of anyway. I'm going to have to look it up because now I'm curious. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, just it's so, fantastic. so good. Okay. All right. <laughs> so now I have Rorschach. A Rorschach. Uh, this is issue number six. At some point, we'll be done reading Rorschach, or I'll be done reading Rorschach. Is there 12 or 9? I don't know why I assumed it was like, oh, it's gonna be 9. Derek, you wanna help us out here? How many? Derek, do you know how many issues Rorschach is? Uh, so this is chapter six. This is Laura writing to Will, who is the, uh, author of Pontus Pirate. Cute. And the detective, 12, it's 12 issues. Thanks, Derek. Thank you. (laughs) Dang (laughs) it. Come on, man. Uh, (laughs) It's, once again, just trying to figure out who Rorschach is. I'm I'm glad somebody loves it. Sorry, I need to control my facial expressions. I just did. I didn't mean to do that. It's not that I don't love it i don't love it i like the art a lot the story is like a big mess for me i did like the like setup i like the way this particular issue was written just because i like the back and forth in the in the like letters quite a bit i like the first issue quite a bit like i did enjoy i did enjoy the way that it was set up Mm -hmm. i just never i didn't read any of the other ones yeah, I just, like, I did really like the letters between the two, and maybe just because I can, like, relate to getting letters, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, I love letters. And I just really did, like, kind of the buildup of the story, but I don't, I just, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I, once again, just don't feel like it needs to take place in the Watchmen universe, so it just, like, takes that aspect out of it for me. Yeah. Personally. Are you excited for it to be over? Well, I wouldn't say excited necessarily, but like I'm, I'm excited to know the mystery aspect of it because I think this is one of the first like Tom King mystery books I've gone into without knowing how it's gonna end. Right. Like I'm not trying to figure it out, and maybe it's usually because when I get this book, I have like 15 other books to read, so I'm just kind of reading it to take it in not to like try to figure out like oh what's going on yeah that makes sense but you know there's those parallels to real world stuff going on and it's a book you're reading it's a book i'm reading it sounds nice and i keep i keep doing it even though i've talked about not doing it anymore but at this point i'm halfway through yeah you might as well finish it oh Halfway there, oh, living on a prayer. Brayden and I were just talking last night about how, like, white people go crazy over Bon Jovi, and 
I just can't stop thinking about it because he mentioned living on a prayer. So. I, and we're not going to get into how much I hate Bon Jovi right now. So now we have Proctor Valley Road. This is issue number one. Little joint by Grant Morrison. The Al- wizard. <laughs> and Alex Child. Naomi Francoise. And Tamara Bonvillain. Yes. And I guess you got Jim Campbell on the letters. Yeah, this book was, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I liked it. And spooky. Um, I also can relate to um, scaring boys for money to go to shows. That's cute. I thought so. Uh, I just, and by that I mean beating them up and taking their fucking milk money. It's mine. Uh, I did like this little story about like these ladies trying to make some money off some men. I I did feel like there like it felt like there was like a page missing in this book. I don't know. It just like at what point? Uh I'm trying to remember. I think the point, I had some weird pages in here. I think the point from here to like when they're on the ride here maybe. There was just like a point where I was reading it and it, it felt like off. It's just the pacing is the pacing in this book is very strange. Yeah, it is because it kind of jumps around a lot. Like, there's a lot of story going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you have an idea of, like, what these girls are trying to do. And then it's like, here's another group introduction. Here's the girls originally. Here's them meeting up. And now mm-hmm. they're here. Yeah. So it was a lot of, like, jumping around different places. But Or it, it might have been the jump from the ride from... The ride when they get into the vehicle? Yeah, the ride when they get into the vehicle. And then from, like... Them being in the vehicle in the dark and then being, like, here. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. That makes sense. Like, they just slammed on the gas and mm-hmm. didn't look back. Yeah. But I guess that that makes sense. It's, I would do yeah. that, too. Yeah. I would leave them behind. <laughs> yeah, no you guys thinking you're going to grab a tit, uh, get away from me. <laughs> it, was a, it was a fun book. And the art was really great. I, lo- I liked it a lot. And I am excited to see... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're all King Stans. I was like, who's King Stan? (laughs) But yes, that makes sense. Uh, You are excited to see how the story develops? Who the monster is? Yeah. Uh, Very much so. like what's going on. And I like that idea of them like twisting it where they're running from Vietnam. I guess spoiler. Mm -hmm. Well, that's like, yeah, essentially what it seems like. I forgot all of my notes about Kitty Genovese that I was going to talk about during. <laughs> you wrote it on the napkin and yeah, everything. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I really liked it. I'm, I am really excited to see like where this mystery goes. Cause it does have like a, a weird Scooby-Doo feel at the same time. Absolutely. It's, I love that. I didn't even think about Scooby-Doo. Now I'm all excited again. I'm like, yeah, let's read Scooby-Doo. Okay. Uh, so we're going to talk about Maiden. This is a weird one. A book that neither one of us necessarily understood, but in every world, men and women commit countless depraved atrocities against the innocent time and time again. The good, gentle, and honest suffer and die needlessly at the hands of monsters who place themselves in their twisted desires above all and never expect to pay a price. But the wrong demanded retribution. (laughs) I was like, damn, dude, you're doing great. Yeah, you knew I was going to (laughs) stumble. The defiled souls of the innocent scream for it. 
and the maiden rises in blood to answer their call. A powerful lord with a penchant for torture and murder takes a new bride, who is much more than what she seems. Summoned by hundreds of innocent souls, the maiden, a dark angel of vengeance, awaits him in their wedding bed. There's a bunch of big titties. Yeah, in there. big titties, like big old jugs, like <laughs> yeah, all just... throughout the book, just hanging and slipping everywhere. Yeah. So if you like tits, this is the book for you, a hundred percent. I am as a fan invested of... in this story because as a fan... solely because of the titties. As a fan of tits, I was into it. Yeah. So um, that's the first issue is just tits and blood and yeah. innocent souls and the maiden. So we'll tell you what it's yeah. about when the next one comes out, maybe. I mean, we're getting it. Yeah, so we're getting it. We'll probably there'll probably be boobs in there too. Our next heavy metal book is Sun Eater. This is issue number three. Three, three. yes, three. Our man puts on the wolf cloak, tears apart a woman, and then feeds a dog and eats it. That's <laughs> all on his quest for vengeance, but there's no mention of vengeance in here. I mean, that's a great description of everything, because I honestly cannot tell you how this particular issue played into this, this no story. Idea. But I and loved I, this issue. And it's only three, this is only three issues. It's just like, how, this is like the most chaotic nonsense I've ever read. Art's great, though. Yeah, no, the art was so fantastic in this book. Again, like, a lot of blood, a lot of gore, uh, a body getting ripped in half. Like, you can see the spine. Uh, perfect. A tree of hanging bodies. Love it. So yeah, no, it was it was it was violent. I like the dog that talks back. I I love that dog. Yeah, that dog was great until he murdered it. Yeah. I agree. Um again, like with any story with just obscene violence, I'm invested. <laughs> I need three, to know. Three issues in, we need to know what happens. I need to know what this story is even about. They told me, and I somewhat understand it, but I just need, I need a clear picture of what our man is trying to do. I just don't know if we're going to get that. I don't, not with the way they're talking. <laughs> no, like, they could, they could have already explained everything and I would not have known because I don't understand what they're saying to me. I mean, the second issue was pretty straightforward. Yeah, but, but this has uh, nothing it, to do with it. Yeah, that's why I'm so confused. And the first issue was just like literal nonsense. I mean, maybe I mi we missed something somewhere. Who let's, knows? Let's go back. Let's go back. And I'm read. gonna go back and read all three issues again. <laughs> maybe then we won't be lost. That's never the truth. This is Norse mythology by Neil Gaiman. This is issue number six. Yes, um, this is one of my favorite stories in Norse mythology. Uh, I like the way that it was portrayed in this particular comic. Um, Thor's hammer is missing. Loki ends up finding it. It was taken by one of the giants. The giant will give it back as long as he gets Freya's hand in marriage. Freya obviously is like, you know, fuck you guys. I'm not doing shit for you. So they dress Thor up as the woman instead. <laughs> it's cute. I love it. Um... It's, yeah, the this version of it is just it's so good. It was it had everything in it that I expected from the story. Mm -hmm. Love the bright colors. Loved how cowardly Loki is. It's just fantastic. I love it. It's funny because when Chris is playing God of War, they tell this story. This is one of and, my favorites. And it's funny because we had just finished reading the issue number five, and it started with this story. Mm -hmm. 
And just because I know you, I know the story. It's so good. And so when he was telling, like, when the character was telling the story about Thor and dressing up and this whole thing, and I was just like, does that look like me? <laughs> yeah, that's you. Uh, I, like, walked into the living room with Chris, and I was like, hey. Because I was making food, because that's what I do. Hey. I was like, hey, I know this story. <laughs> oh, my God. I was that's like, one it's, of the my... ne- it's the next story I'm, re- I'm going to read in the North Mythology book that I'm reading right now. That's, uh, that's one of my favorite things to do when any kind of, like, Norse myth is mentioned. I'm always just like, do you want me to tell you about that one? Because I can tell you all about it because I know that one. And uh. everyone always says no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we have got Eternals. This Eternals. Is, this is issue number three. This is uh, just continuing the story. The, mis- the Another mystery, but... An Eternals mystery told by Kieran. Yes. Um, they are trying to recruit Thena. Okay. Asad Ribbix are so good. And then, yeah, with Matthew Wilson's colors, it's just like... Fantastic. Dream team. Mwah. Yeah, like just the way everything looks, like the shadows and... Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. This rain, like the blues. Ah, oh, the purple. It's, yeah, it's... So the yellow, the faces, yeah, like you know, um, his faces are like one of my favorite things. Yeah, I can't like there was I was like on the first page. I think there was a face that I was just like, what? Yeah, (laughs) they just make me so happy. I love his faces. I was in such a bad mood earlier when I was reading this, and I saw that face, and I was like, wow, my life just turned upside down. (laughs) I am better, one hundred percent. This was beautiful. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I I really like that book, and I think once again, even if you don't know the Eternals, it's a book that's like incredibly approachable. Just because every issue they introduce you to a new Eternal, they give you like their backstory or at least like some sort of information, so you're not or like you know that I guess descriptive adjective yeah. that like is very determinate of like who this person is supposed to be. So it's not. Like, hard to grasp. Yeah, and it's not, like, over-explaining, like, too much information where you just, mm. like, oh, my God, I, I don't know why I need to know all this. Like, it's just basically, hey, here's his character. This is why they're important. And there you go. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's what I really enjoy about it. Because I'm, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a pretty simple guy. I just, I like taking it easy and... Slaying back, <laughs> smoking my weed. My you weed know? pipe. I'm just a hobbit. Don't That's... worry about it. <laughs> I'm also a hobbit. So, oh, yeah, that's right. Light calls to light. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got Vampire Masquerade. This is issue number six. Uh, favorite issue so far. Yeah. Um, Cecily discovers that her child is pretty much not who she thinks her child is. Um, so she is doing a little investigating, like she does. Uh, you get to learn more about her, her past a little bit. And just her kicking ass. Just doing what she does. Mm -hmm. I think she's a very tough character and I love her. Um, And then you get to know more about the Anarchs and like their history with Cecily and stuff. So yeah, I really like, I liked a lot about this issue. I really liked the narration Mm -hmm. quite a bit. Just like everything she had to say. I guess I like the vampire hunter aspect of it. Yeah, it was really cool. I don't know. I think the art has grown on me. Same. Because um, I feel like some... it was something before that I wasn't, like, 
that wasn't hitting with me. It's the faces, honestly. Um, the colors work really well with it, and I think that's what turned me for it. Um, I don't know, because the, the faces are just kind of... That's how, you know, it's faces for me. Mm -hmm. And the faces in here are just kind of, like, a bit exaggerated, but not in the Assad Ribic way. Yeah, I just, like... I just feel like that first story arc, there was something, like, that I didn't enjoy about the art, and I don't know. Is that a different artist? No, it's Howard and Howard still. That's that's who. That's. <laughs> are you serious? The Howards wrote the second story. I, I know. <laughs> I just think it's funny that they just put Howard and Howard on the. Okay. It was just funny to me. I Can thought I it put was the hilarious. Howards. Yeah, or Howard too. I don't know. Howard times <laughs> two. Anyway, uh, it's a great story. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I said, the art has really grown on me quite a bit. Like it was something I wasn't sure about in the beginning. <laughs> We're just gonna keep talking. I I'm just here to make myself laugh today. I don't know about any of you. This is Sea of Stars. This is about a father, a son, and a whole lot of space between them. Dude, if they killed the character, I think they did. I'm a little upset. Um. The bird? What? No. The whale. Oh, okay. I was like, that's what I thought. But then I was like, wait a minute. I felt like the bird went missing at one point. The bird is also missing. Okay. Okay. But, but yes. I've never seen my monkey so sad. My favorite, my favorite character. One of my favorite He's characters. like hugging him and everything. Yeah. yeah. This book, this particular issue was really shitty. And I think this next issue will wrap it up. Yeah. I believe so. Uh, I feel like that was the reason I didn't end up taking it off my poll is because I was like, oh, it's almost done anyway. Yeah. Because it's not a bad book. It is, it is once again, kind of a slow burn of mm -hmm. a story and them trying to find each other. The art is so good. Yeah, it is. But I still have a very difficult time with the letters. I don't know why. There's just something about it that I'm just not really into. I mean, and I don't, not the letters so much, but, like, before, especially when it was, like, the narration, yeah. like, those. I just well, and didn't... I mean, this this one, too. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's strange, and I just don't know if I like it. But the story is enjoyable. The art is really good. The colors are fantastic. So it is a good story. Yeah, I am just really interested to see how it wraps itself up and what, what happens. Because I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Because you saw Papa at the end? Yeah, dude. And I just, like, I don't feel, like, Caden can't lose both his parents and his friends. And, oh, man, I'm not ready. He's a space boy now. He can do whatever he wants. Uh, all right. So now we have Children of Adam. This is issue number one. I just read this off the wall. Yeah, and I just special ordered this. Um, I didn't realize I had either because I even remember saying, like, I don't know why I didn't get that mm -hmm. one. And then I ended up getting it. So... Um, it's just about a group of people pretending to be X-Men that already exist. But I say pretending, I mean, they are actually being them and, like, taking down mm -hmm. the bad guys and stuff. Um, they try to get recruited. Well, they try to get recruited. A few of the X-Men are like, hey, come to Krakoa. And the kids are like, nah, we're good. And then... Logan and Scott and Jean and Kurt and Storm have this nice long conversation about the kids and protecting them and stuff, so they might get recruited. 
yeah, I I can't. It's a weird story. Yeah, I can't say that I love this, unfortunately. I was, like, honestly kind of looking forward to it because I thought it was kind of an interesting, like, like I like the way the characters looked. It's been a book that's been supposed to come in, like, was supposed to come out like a year ago. Mm-hmm. I uh, really enjoy the art. Yeah, I like I like Vita's writing most of the time, but this was a book that I just like I don't know, just couldn't get couldn't get me grasp me. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like the hook was enough. I suppose is I think one of the things there were, and it also just felt really I don't know, just wasn't my wasn't my gig, dog. I think I am going to get. The second issue, because I am kind of curious to see what happens with these kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then depending on how that goes, like, I, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I am glad was... I got this first one, though, because I did feel like it was uh, it was interesting. It was an interesting Yeah, I, I do like that idea. idea. I think for me, like, and I think this would be, like, a really great, like, like a teen book or like Mm -hmm. young adult book but for me it's just like i didn't like that teen aspect right so for me it was just like i guess i should you know it's about fucking kids so i shouldn't know about no it's it's not about fucking kids (laughs) it's It's about about fucking comma kids yes thank you (laughs) i just had to clarify that that would have been a disaster (laughs) that could have been a disaster but it wasn't uh, Crisis averted. It's fine. It's about, We're okay. Yeah, it's just about teenagers, and I just, like, I don't know. I guess I, you know, it's just not something I can necessarily relate to. Champ was never a teenager. Um, I just grew into an adult. Yeah. Um, yeah, Derek, um, I actually do, but I just never... Wait, Batman and... No, Derek. <laughs> yeah, but they're doing a Batman and All Scooby. I saw was Scooby, and I thought he meant the Scooby book, and I was no, like, yeah, of course I've heard about they're it. They're doing a Batman Scooby-Doo book. I've thought about putting it on my poll several times, but once again, don't need to do that. No matter how much I love Batman and how much I love Scooby-Doo. I, sorry, I was just playing out the future in my head and I saw me sitting on the couch reading it and just being really happy. So I think I'm going to have to add it. Uh, okay. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all we got. It's yes. Thursday. We've talked for like at least 45 minutes. Uh, Derek, thanks for coming, hanging out with us today. You are the true MVP of this this Thursday. Thank you for answering our questions. Uh, yeah, Derek, we should get that, all three of us, and we should have a uh, book club where we discuss Scooby-Doo and Batman. Uh, if only we'll, and somebody just Venmo me $3.99 a month so I can get those books. I got you. Uh, Don't worry. <laughs> anyway. I so, stole from the rich. It's yours. <laughs> take care of one another. Look out for one another. Call your friends. Make sure you tell, you, tell them how much you love them. Go buy comics. This world is on fire, no matter how much we don't think it is. Uh, and you know, comics just make it that much better. So once again, love you. Take care of yourselves. Yes. Goodbye. Take care. Take care of everyone. Kiss your friends. Kiss them all the time and hug them. And not if they don't want it. I mean, if they don't want it, yes, but just make sure your friends know that you love them. <laughs>